Hi, everybody. This is Teresa Roth from Girls on Film, and I'm with Sarah Smith. <laughs> I know that's a hard name to remember. Sarah Smith. Sarah Smith. And with our dear friend, engineer, producer, Port Wilson. Port. Say Hello. hi, Port. Hello. I'm going to go back in and, and overdub James Earl Jones instead of me. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, well, we welcome you today. We're like I said, we're girls on film. We are, and we love movies. We do. We love TV. We do, and we love film. And so we're here today to talk about movies. Hello, Sarah and I love movies, and Sarah likes to tell a story about years and years ago. I yep. called her up. And she said, called me up and take it take it away. You so. got it. She called me up and said, Sarah, do you want to go to a movie? And I don't think I'd been to a movie in like eight years or something. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I went to the movies with Teresa. I met her at um, Movie Midtown, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Off of Tenth uh, Street in Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia. Georgia. And I went. You know, I'm sitting with Teresa, and I'm, I'm the movie starts. I'm talking to Teresa, and she will not like acknowledge me she's looking straight ahead i thought she was having a seizure or something because she wouldn't (laughs) recognize me at all and uh it took me a it took me several minutes and then i finally realized she was ignoring me and that set the protocol for movie watching with Teresa roth and we are 10 years into it baby that's right high five five. two times we had to make a noise there we go we did it we yes, only hit two I'm, of our fingers. I'm adamant about people not talking in movies. Don't and talk I in the movie with Teresa and the an aggressive man. shusher. Oh, I will aggressively shush people that... Why pay all the money you have to pay these days to go to a movie and then not watch the movie? Right. You're dropping, you're dropping a good 20 bucks or more. <sighs> and yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah. And I had to aggressively say, please, mister, just the other day. At a very quiet but intense movie that we saw called first man with ryan gosling shot in atlanta georgia hello so awesome Mm. what a good movie it really was but it was a really quiet film and you know if you crossed your legs you could hear it in the theater Mm because it was just quiet it was a really intense movie excellent excellent storytelling um damien chazelle director Mm -hmm. and Teresa and i are are we're i'm a damien chazelle fan are you yeah Yeah, i mean absolutely um what was the what was his first movie it was with miles teller um he was the drummer oh whiplash whiplash and then he did la la land greatest movie such a good movie oh so good i heard that he had um miles teller scheduled you know to play um the lead in la la land and then he uh picked Ryan Gosling to mm-hmm. come in mm-hmm. over Teller. I don't know. I, I think that would that was interesting. I, I'm sure well, I were. love Miles Teller, and I want I him too. to be a huge, huge, huge star. But Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, right. they just got that chemistry. They do. They killed it. Ever since, what is it, Crazy Stupid, stupid love. love? Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, my God. One of my favorite movies. That is the greatest. That scene where she does the coffee commercial. Oh, my God. God, I love that. A delicious cup. What is it? I can't remember. Oh my God, she's so good. 
That was so charming. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. So I want to memorize that. I'll I'll memorize that for one of our podcasts. Hey, Port, what do you think? Could we we find it and put it in? Clip it in right there. The The scene. The scene, yeah. Just a little bit. Let's do it. And then we got to put a song in, too, which is... I had the time of my life. Please stop. No, I'm a good singer. I got it. Please stop. You're so mean. Anyway, you love that movie. All right. So anyway, back to First Man, where I had to aggressively shush. Yeah. Um, That movie was great. Yeah. And little did I know that Neil Armstrong was such an internal kind of introverted person. Right. I mean, brilliant, right. brave, wonderful, smart. But just not a big talker. Yep. So that's why I think that it was kind of a quiet movie because Ryan Gosling was just acting with his face. Intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. He did a great job. He was great. Remember that quick conversation we had after the movie when I said to you, oh, wasn't that so cool when they showed the lunar landing to everyone around the world and everyone was watching their televisions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I was like, uh, I worked for the guy that actually put that entire broadcast together. That's amazing. The first ever interstellar, uh, live, international, global, yada yada broadcast. Mr. Jim Kitchell. A legend. He is a freaking legend. Mm-hmm. He did. He was responsible for the first ever live broadcast um, in in history in the history of television. Um, he broadcast the Olympic Games from. Seoul, Korea in 1964, three hours of the opening ceremonies. And that was, again, the first ever live international broadcast. Awesome. Yeah. And he was Sarah's mentor. Yeah, he was my boss for a long time and then was my mentor. And um, just a real quick, uh, quick thing, you know, I worked for Jim at Turner Broadcasting. And when I interviewed with him, he I looked up and he had this big Emmy behind his head on a shelf, and I said, "What's that for?" And he goes, "Did you do you remember seeing the man on the moon, the man walking on the moon?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think I was three, four, maybe. I remember it, but I remember it." And um, he said, "Well, the, I put I I put that together." I'm like you put that together. Okay. Like a little, you, a little impressive. Right. And where do you go in an interview after that? You're like, well, I'll just leave now. Um, my hobbies are <laughs> movies and knitting. Right. And I I'm co- a really hard worker. I collect cards with dogs on them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Jim Jim lives in Colorado right now and um he um he was the producer of the Huntley Brinkley Report in the '60s, and when I started working for him, he um, he would he was semi-retired, but he was still you know he was still cranking it, and um, every day we would sit and have lunch together at his desk. He'd send me off to get some you know Chick Fil A, hmm. and I'd get it, and we'd have lunch, and I'd ask him a story. I'd ask him to tell me a story about something from his past. And he'd tell me these unbelievable stories from his days um, working at NBC. And he also, he tried out for Tarzan. He, he, he and Johnny Weissmuller were neck and neck. Get out. No, he was a swimmer. He was like this, you know, six foot three swimmer 
you know, big shouldered, little yeah. wasted guy yeah. and um, very handsome. He looked like Clark Gable. Would he very do handsome the, guy. Would he do the Tarzan yell for no, you? No, he didn't. never did that. Darn it. <laughs> well, maybe we need to do a phone interview with Love. Jim Kitchell. Love. Let's do it. How good would that be? Jim was, Jim was fun. Jim was we fun. We have the technology. We do. All right. Well, let's get back to movies, okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. So recently, Sarah and I have both seen First Man, and we've both seen Star is Born. Sarah, what are your thoughts of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper? I read that their chemistry was amazing. And then when they were together on screen, and that first, like, drunken kiss, holy cremoli Batman. <laughs> offensive i think <laughs> it's more people moving to atlanta to shoot movies i think we i think we should edit that part out yeah you think yeah <laughs> wow is it landing in the street no but you know how close we are to peach here to cap airport what if it did land in the street that would be a mistake and we'd have a good we'd get our phones out Instead of helping. <laughs> One time, I went to get Noah from school, and I parked my car on a hill. And I had um, a tendency not to put the parking brake on, and I had a shift car, a manual. And it was in neutral. And as I was coming out of the school with Noah, my car started to roll down the hill. So I was running and I, I like the first thing was I dropped my purse. The second thing was I kicked off my shoes and I'm barefoot running down the freaking hill. And there are these three women and they are all like this. Ah. <laughs> Finally, this one dude, I was I was hitting the, the key fob to unlock the car. The car is going faster and faster and faster. This skinny guy runs across the street, jumps in the car, and pulls right before it hits this huge SUV. Oh, my God. I know. And then I hugged him. I bet. Yeah. And I was pissed. All right, so back to Stars Born. All right, so Sarah. Sarah and I recently saw Stars Born. So, Sarah, tell me, what did you think? I thought it was such a great movie, and I loved lady gaga and bradley cooper together i thought they were amazing 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 it was so the movie transported me i didn't know how long it was i didn't care how long it was Mm -hmm. and um it just really took me to another place um i actually think the storytelling was perfect Mm. And I'm, you know, I don't usually think that, you know, I'm highly critical of how people construct the story from scene to scene, from from mood to mood, and the arc of the story, the, the climb. Um, it really, it was so well done. And um, if you haven't seen it, go see it, please. And it's got to win a bunch of Oscars. It deserves it. Bradley oh, Cooper I, did such a good job. I think it will. I mean, to think that... That was Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. Hello, I can't wait for more. And I mean, he it's not like, you know, direct a movie and then you just have like a cameo. 
Right. No, I mean, he was he was probably in it more than Lady Gaga was. Absolutely. And there were some single shots of him. Beautiful. Where his eyes... You know what I heard yesterday? Okay, remember how blue his eyes were? Yes. Okay, I was listening to Entertainment Weekly on XM, which is my fave. There you go. And... Um, at the start of the movie, you know, he has his super blue eyes and he looks really handsome and everything. But as the movie wore on and he became more of an alcoholic, that before the scene would start, they would blow menthol in his face. Wow. So that his eyes would be kind of cloudy and, and turn red. Yeah, and irritated. And I, I actually read the makeup artist talking about what she did and what she'd spray in his eyes and the makeup they put to make him look tired. Uh-huh. It's really interesting. Totally cool. What and did I mean, they, it what did they say? Men, the menthol? That's menthol. so interesting. Well, his eyes look red, but they also did something to get rid of the icy blue. In oh, his yeah. Eyes. yeah. Maybe you wore contacts. I can't remember what she said, but it was like, wow, they went yeah. to great lengths. Yeah. Because there were, there were several scenes at the beginning, of course, where his eyes were so blue, it was so arresting. Yeah. It would like almost take your breath away. Yeah, he's got a, he's got, a, he's a, not an ugly guy. <laughs> but then as he, you know, gets deeper and deeper and deeper into it and you know i um love the love the barbara streisand chris christopherson version but Mm -hmm. this i love this one way more Mm. i just loved it so much more um i thought the music was fantastic and i loved how they went to a willie nelson concert and Willie Nelson let them go on stage mm-hmm. to do a couple songs, mm-hmm. and and they did that um, because that to was to get a, the authentic audience. That was a real audience yeah. that they were playing in front of, and mm-hmm. just amazing. Just such these are those are just cool stories, and um, I loved how he used his dog too. Yes, yes, I got to get that soundtrack. His own dog. Yeah, I have it. I got it on iTunes immediately after the film ended in the parking lot on my car and listened to it on the way home and cried and laughed and remembered the whole experience. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Go ahead, All right. Speaking of uh, crying and laughing, I don't know if you've seen this movie yet. It's called Bad Times at the El Royale. No, we got to see that. It is one of those movies where you go into it and you think, oh, yeah. I know what this is. I can figure this out. And it's a total mind F. And I mean, (laughs) there are some twists. And I mean, there are lots of twists. And it's also one of these things. This is not a a spoiler. Where they take an incident and they shoot it from different points of view. Oh, cool. I love it when they do that. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this was really, really something. And of course, Chris Chris Helmsworth. Thor. He doesn't know how to button up a shirt. No. But I'm very thankful for that, actually. Yeah. yeah. Dakota Johnson was, was talking about him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, haven't you seen the trailer? Nobody remembers anything that I did in the trailer or <laughs> anyone else. All they remember is Chris Hemsworth dancing around without a shirt on. It was they were like, why did you awesome. put that in the trailer? Nobody knows. Nobody nobody sees anything else. <laughs> so and it's true. I'd say I, I can remember from it the trailer. so good. But and anyway. He does it so well. Yes, he does. We love him. He's got a real sense of rhythm. Chris, we have to interview you, please. Oh, wow. Would that be great? We're going to... I don't know if I could speak. I'll talk. I would be... Port Wilson, who is our producer, he will get you talking, girl. If he has to be so mean and, you know, whack you with a stick. I'd have to wear blinders so I couldn't look at him. 
that's fine. We can get you some. No, you, you're going to do it. You're going to be good. You're going to be good. I have faith. Okay. We'll make it a phoner. No yes, way. that I can do. I almost said something, but I didn't. Sorry. Almost. I was right there. I'm with you. Is this a PG podcast? I don't know. I don't know. But we can talk about something PG now. How about Black Panther? Yeah. That's Did a you great love Black Panther? Yeah. Hello. Of the course. Thing, the thing about Black Panther, the thing, the reason it brought it to mind yes. is because it was not <laughs> eligible for the Oscars last year. Oh. It's eligible this year. What do you think? I think since they do 10 films. Yeah. It better get nominated. Yeah. And did you guys hear for a while they had a thing going on where they were going to start a new category? Yes. Called the um, most popular Oscar movie. for Best in Entertainment? Yeah, most popular. Okay, well, I, I looked that up, and, and they say they're not doing that until further notice because they just got too much guff about it. That's interesting. No. You know, I don't know. The one thing I, I don't like about the Oscars is that, is that it, they, they're very rigid and some of their um, procedures. And I just, I would really love to see some more creativity, um, especially in the show. I didn't think last year's show was all that good. Mm-hmm. Um, the I can't remember, it was two years ago, and again, back to Lady Gaga, when she did the um, compilation of Sound of Music, all of, of the songs and then mm-hmm. brought Julie Andrews out mm-hmm. onto stage afterwards. That show was excellent. Um, but again, you know, every year it seems to be like a hit or a miss. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I, I'll tell you the Oscars that I loved and this was, I bet this is probably like 15 years ago. Yeah. What? It was produced by Quincy Jones and Whoopi Goldberg was the host. Love her. It was Love. so, so well done. Yeah. It was really, really good. I don't remember it. Loved it. I, I, I'm going to say that Hugh Jackman as host was one of my favorites. That was good. Yeah, because he is just a marvel. He is. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And he just turned 50 this week. Today. Today. Today is his, is birthday. his birthday. What is today? October 19th. 19th. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> All right. Your wife is the luckiest woman. That's true. I know. Can you imagine? God. I can't even imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. From okay. Chris to Hugh. Yep. All right. Um, well, then let's 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 go into something a little bit different. Okay. Have you seen The Wife? No. Wow. That is a great movie. Teresa sees a lot more movies than I see. She's. I'm so freaking dedicated. It's my most favorite hobby. Yep. Anyway. While I'm cleaning the bathroom, which is one of my hobbies. <laughs> While you're cleaning out your closet. <laughs> right. <laughs> my closet. And the I the bathroom Florida I'm obsessed with. I don't know why. I just But am. you mop it every day? <sighs> Whatever. I do everything freaking to that. I obsess about the grout constantly. I don't know. It's well, just, it's a pretty new bathroom, so I can see one why you want to keep it clean. Things I do, you know, one of those things. Yeah. So, so what's what are we? What's coming out this weekend? This Teresa? weekend, I think, <laughs> is um, Halloween. 
Oh no! Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the scary. I saw the original Halloween, like when I was junior high school or something. Oh my god, it scared me so bad. What was that movie with the lady with with the lady that was clapping when when she was clapping in the stair in the stairway? There was this oh, one. I couldn't even watch the trailer to that <laughs> one. We were, I, I, I screamed out loud. I know because I was with you. <laughs> Just the trailer. It's like a haunting or something. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh-uh. No and way. Teresa's, and that was loud. Yeah, I, and for was... someone that won't talk at the movie theater, and then for her to scream that loud... It was just Holy a shit. total reaction. <laughs> it was so scary to me. Yep. All right. So, what's, but Jamie what, Lee Curtis yes. is is in Halloween. She's scream queen. All right. So back to what we are looking forward to. Here's what? some stuff I'm looking forward to. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, that's going to be very cool. That <clears throat> the trailers to that. I just oh, I want to stand up and cheer. Yep. Yep. Can't wait. Now, do you Very know, cool. are they using Freddie Mercury's voice? I don't know. Do you know? Corey? I thought he was actually singing for himself. I don't know for sure, though. Okay, we, we'll find that out. And, and, and What a physical resemblance, that. though. Unbelievable. Well, he Unbelievable. did such a good job mimicking his, his um, behavior and just, you know, the fist up in the air. And whole, his body type. Yep. Amazing, well, his, amazing, amazing. His face, the bones in his face. He looks just like him when he changed the hair. Right. Well, and you know, puts the teeth on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, um, but they had a lot of, they had a lot of trouble on that set. Really? They fired, the first director was, was removed. Um, and I think that's got to be really difficult um, for people. You know, there was a movie that came out this year that we loved, Han Solo, Solo mm-hmm. that came out that had a couple of directors. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, and I heard that Ron Howard practically reshot the whole thing. Exactly, so. exactly. Because your your point is well taken. When you change directors midstream, right? It's very problematic. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So I hope this is. I hope Bohemian Rhapsody is a, a good movie. Oh, I hope so. I think it could be. Just going for the music will be worth it. I'll be there. Me too. That's that's a must-see. So we should wrap Rhapsody this up. Okay, so just to close it out, Sarah, yes, I'm going to give you a quick list of some stuff I'm looking forward to, okay? Cool. All right. Uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me with Melissa McCarthy. Love her. Yeah, it's awesome. Suspiria. Have you heard about this? Yes, I have. The ballet school that has vampires. I know, right? <laughs> Talk about a mashup. I know, and, and the director of, it's the same director that directed um, Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can never pronounce his last name. Luca And Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Who I am growing to be a big fan of after her Fifty Shades of Grey days, because she's like really interesting on screen. Well, after El Royale. I know. She was great in it. Yep. Yep. She's 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 just... Uh, becoming a really impressive actress. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened to Jamie Dornan? Where is he? Oh, he's got something coming up. He's going to be in Robin Hood. Well, he's going to be in a show that comes on this Saturday. Yeah, called My Dinner with Hervé. Okay, or Herve Hervé. Helve. I don't. I'm. I'm probably not pronouncing H-E-R-V-E. it. H e r v e. But it's on HBO. Got it. 
We'll check it out. Yeah, check that out. Sounds good. All right, back to my list. Yep. All right, Girl in the Spiderweb with Claire. You know, that doesn't look good to you? No, it's just in, being in the spiderweb is heebie-jeebie made to yeah, me. Yeah, well, I think it's... With Claire who? Representational. Uh, Claire Foy. Love. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, my God, can't wait. Yeah, that Can looks awesome. Not. Margot, Margot Robbie. Mm, yep, yep. Fantastic. And Cersei Ronan. Yeah. And She's Taylor fantastic. Swift's boyfriend is in it, too. I don't know who that is. Joe Alwyn. Joe Alwyn. He plays, um, God, what's his name? He plays Elizabeth's lover, um, who was actually her real, he, you know, was she had this, he had this lover. And he was about 15 to 18 years younger mm. than she was. Interesting. She had a boy toy. Elizabeth the Cougar. And they think she had a baby, too. Ooh. Yep. That's exciting. Robert Dudley. Robert Dudley. That's There we go. Joe Alwyn, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, as Robert Dudley. Okay. Mary cool. Queen Scots. Can't wait. <clears throat> also, what I can't wait for. What? Mary Poppins returns. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. I, I hope the critics are good to Emily. Lynn Manuel Miranda, too. Yep. Yep. Hamilton fame. It looks so good. Yeah. The trailer made me get, like, teary. Yep. Me, too. Okay. It was beautifully done. All right, Sarah, do you remember a trailer we saw? It was called The Favorite. No. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's another queen. I think it's Queen Victoria. And there are two women, one of them being Emma Stone, and they're competing against each other for Queen oh, Victoria's right, favor. Right. Yep, yep. And it looks great. It does. It does. I don't know why I love I love all those period piece movies. Me too. I love them. I love them. I love them. Well, they've just done stuff so well between The Crown yep. and... The Duchess. The Duchess, yeah. They're, they're, just, they're well done and they're good. Yep. Crazy good. All right. Crazy good. So I think that about wraps up our movies. We just kind of touched on a lot of stuff. It's our movie Potpourri. Totally love that. Yeah. Movie Potpourri. Yeah. Movie Potpourri. With girls on film.biz. We'll have so much more to come. Can't so wait. Can't wait, my thank dear. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Port. Thank You're you, welcome. Sarah. You're welcome. This is Teresa Roth saying. <laughs> and that was Bonnie. <laughs> that was her dog. That's Bonnie. <laughs> And this is Trees Roth. Go to the movies. See ya.